What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kojak. And I'm sitting here with a guest that was on the show when it first started. He was like the fourth episode. So we talking early August, maybe late July. We got Maytown here. Yes, sir. Maytown, what's up? So what you uh what you, what you been up to since the last episode? Not a whole lot, man. Just developing, man, you know what I'm saying? Progression as an artist and as a and as a human, man, for real. You know what I'm saying? Trying to um trying to basically just position myself in these bigger opportunities, man, with other artists, man. And I've been reaching out to a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And it's been love, man. So, so uh, how you think uh, you've grown since um, July, since last July? Man, last, since last, since last July, bro, on some real shit, bro, I just been, I just been, like, trying to, try to basically just find myself in my music, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, for a minute, bro, it was kind of like, it was kind of like I was doing music, bro. But I wasn't really feeling it, G. Right. You know what I'm saying? So lately, man, I just been I just been trying to, you know what I'm saying, establish a foundation on this music tape. It's deeper than just the love of it, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 really it's really about the hustle, bro, for real. Yeah. The hustle and the love put together, bro. You got it, man. For real. So when you said that you just what you really wasn't feeling it yet. Was it like you had just started pretty much taking it serious at that time? So what did you consider it more of a hobby at the time, more so than trying to make it a career? Uh, I would say um, at first, man, it was kind of. I mean, I've been singing for for a minute now, man. Um, I mean, like I've always been a singer, bro. You know, like ever since I was a child, I, I've always loved to sing. But as an artist, like. I'd, I'd say, I'd say I just now took it serious about a year ago, man. But before that, it was, yeah, it was, it was definitely more of like a hobby to me, bro. It was, it was more like a hobby, but it was something to do for fun. And it was something that I loved, that I low-key loved doing, you know what I'm saying? Just like I love hooping, you know what I'm saying? Doing, doing what I do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a love, you know what I'm saying? Love for the hobby. Yeah, I've known you forever. And I ain't sure, know you bro. sung until Miss um, Tuggle class. Miss <laughs> Tuggle <What>? with Breon. <laughs> oh with man, Breon, I, I was showing on Facebook the other day, and I found and, and I had found that video, bro. I shared them. I was like, dang, bro, it's a minute ago. It's just reminiscing. You know what I'm saying? I was just talking to somebody about Breon, man. I was talking to Lamar Trace about Breon. Yeah, for sure, man. We're going to have to get him up on the show, too, man. You know what I'm saying? He's still alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's still, he's still retarded? He be doing, no, 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 no. He be doing music, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was doing he music, music then. Yeah, he just, probably, probably. But. I was telling the story uh, when he came to class wet. <laughs> when, when somebody took his books. No, when somebody took his books. They had him in the sprinklers. Oh, he yeah. came to class. And, and, his, and his book was wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little rain outside. Yeah, like, he, came, he came to class like 30 minutes late. Mad as hell. That's <laughs> the, and I told him about the aliens. Oh, I man. looked out the window and shit. Hey, hey I'm going to get Breon on the show. I'm going to get him on the show. Because, dude, listen, Breon is Breon one of the dumbest, smartest dudes ever. Dude, dude is dumb, though. 
Like, I don't even know if I'm gonna put the episode out. I might just hold on to it for me personally. Just cause he dumb as hell. You <laughs> guys. Oh shit. But uh who uh influenced your style? Who influenced my style, man? That's a, that's a uh that's a tough question, man. Cause for a second, cause as of now, man, I'm kinda picky when it comes to music, man. Like as far as listening to people and actually like feeling feeling their music and their rhythm and their wave. You, you know what I'm saying? But um I would say, as of now, OVO is definitely, you know what I'm saying, my, um, definitely my type of music that I fuck with and that I kind of, mm-hmm. that I kind of, you know what I'm saying, take their flow or, or their way or like the way that they do their music and the way that they um, pertain to music and it has meaning, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like every single lyric. So who, who you fuck with now? Party oh, next door. Party next door, bro. His, you know his lame ass. Over your period, um, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Anybody? Do you like Drake's album? Oh, definitely. Well, shoot. Actually, bro, you you talking the views, right? Yeah. Bro, I heard I heard just a little glimpse of it. I was over about a little, um, up at my brother's birthday party the other day and shit, and they was, uh, they was playing a couple songs from I, I was definitely feeling it, man. And I still haven't gotten a chance to download it yet. But it's dope, though, bro. I was listening to it, and that shit had me in my vibe, bro. That shit was yeah. dope, man. You know? Um, and a lot of people hating on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? If they feel that way, bro, I mean, you you can't do nothing but respect Drake. Yeah, bro. I don't think dream. people hating on it. It's just... And I'm going to get into it with a couple guests I got coming on next. But uh, it just... It doesn't... It's not a classic. Like, when you hear every Drake album, it just sounds like, oh, it's another Drake album. Like, mm-hmm. we ain't heard them bangers that separate him from the rest, in per se. It's true, bro. So, that's what a lot of... Because, I mean, when, when he's, so, he's so good that you kind of... You setting your own bar extremely high because of your last work. So, now you got to top what you just did, and that's kind of hard when you Drake, you know what I'm saying? And you've been promoting views for two years, so the build-up was extremely high, so you kind of got to live up to the hype. But that's the, yeah, right. That's the thing about it, though, bro. Like, he, he's made so many hits, so many bangers that his hype yeah, is so Yeah, it's high. just so hard to do. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah, so I don't think it's a knock on him. That's his catalog, But though. if you think about it again, bro, like, on the other side, on the pro, you, you know what I'm saying, like, Think about it, bro. You gotta give shit time to dwell. You know what I'm saying? Time, yeah. time to sing, but we can't really say right now. People say it's, it's trash. Because if you think about it now, bro, if one of Drake's older songs come on the radio right now, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be like, damn. I guarantee you, half of the motherfuckers in the car be singing. Yeah, that he got he got you know what some what good. He, he got classic. some he got some solid yeah, singles. But they talk they talking about albums. We talking about a full album. He doesn't have a full uh, classic album. To me personally. I like take care. I like this. I like views the most. I've listened to views five times, top to bottom, straight. Like I listen to it the next day. I listen to it in the car. The next day, same thing. So I mean, I like the album a lot. I like when he sings. Some people hate when he sings. I like when he sings because he not trying to. He not trying to fucking Stevie Wonder some shit. He just doing some normal shit. And he and he got. And he the king of uh, Twitter captions and Instagram captions. Every time you see a picture, it's a Drake. It's a Drake. Uh, something Drake said at the bottom of everybody's picture. We gonna see that for views the whole entire time. That's that money, man. I'm telling you, man. He's he's riding the wave now, man. He even said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
him. He said, he and, said uh, that vibe, man. You heard of Roy Woods? Oh, of course. Bro. Yeah, he, course. he dope too. Roy Woods, I definitely. I say, you heard um, his jealousy. That, uh, yeah. That I heard he jealousy. put out an EP. I heard his EP. It's like it's like five songs. No, okay, it was like just, probably two months ago. Okay, yeah. It was like five songs. Him, um, Drake did try to sign Bryson Taylor. He turned him down though. So you could say Bryson Taylor's kind of from that cloth. Tory Lanez is from that cloth, of course, in a way. So of course, Drake definitely man, got I was, people. I was just talking to somebody else the other day, man, about you know what I'm saying. Um, as far as artists, man, and there's there's a lot of underground people that's out here eating it, bro. Yeah. I, res- I, I can also respect I mean, you that, don't man, really need labels now. You don't, bro. That's the thing about it. You don't need a label, man. And in order to eat, you just got to know how to work work the system. And not only the system, you, you got to know what you're doing. And bro. Yo, just your fans, that. really. Yeah, just you your can fan make money off strong. of... Uh, it, has to, it has to be strong. You know what I'm saying? I, right now, I'm just... See, that's another thing. What you asked me, what I actually been on now, um, I'm like learning that actually start branding myself um, like as a as an artist bro completely bro I'm talking about as like man I got a I got hella motherfucking photo shoots book um I'm a, I definitely fucking cause shit my brother ended up getting a camera and shit for uh Christmas and shit bro so he been using that mug you know what I'm yeah. saying he been uh getting his little getting his little photo shoot on and shit man so I been uh Definitely got some photo shoots coming, bro. I'm just working on branding myself bro, man, as an artist, man. So, uh, how how uh, is your music been doing as far as um, you put out "I Got It" and you just uh, put out Ch- um, "Chasing Paper"? So, how you feel about uh, them two singles? I know it took it took forever for you to release some music in the first place. We talked about that on the last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, how you feel about the two singles you got out now? Um. My my first single, man. Um, it was it was definitely it was definitely a good ass single, man. I mean, I liked it. I just feel like um, I just feel like it could have been better, and that's just me as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I just know my capabilities. I know what I can do. I know my potential, and I know that that eventually I will. Find this, I will find this touch, I will find this flow, you know what I'm saying? I will find me in this music and I will study this music until I make it, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? I, it's, so, I just been taking shit slow. Like, that's why I don't really drop a lot of music, man, because I I think I think it's basically because my standards for myself are just so high, man. Like, I want everything to be perfect. I want the song, like, I don't want no flaws, you know? I'm saying, and that's the thing about being an artist, man. You know what I'm saying? But I learn more every day, every day that I work. You know, but um, that freaking paper chasing, bro. It definitely, it definitely did some likes, man. I had a, um, I had a, I had a lot of people that was actually fucking with it, man. And when did that drop? Um, I ain't, I ain't, it ain't even been out too long. That's true, bro. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, shit, it's it been only a week. Been off. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about a week. It's been about 10 days, man. Um, yeah, it's been about t- 10 days, man. And at first, as soon as I had dropped it, bro, there was a lot of people that was actually fucking with it, man. I think it's sitting at about, like, oh, 15 likes. I just, But I just leaked it on SoundCloud. I ain't even leaked it up on YouTube yet. I'm waiting for it. 
I wait, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Catch catch everybody's eyes, you know what I'm saying? I've been sharing it. Check it out up on SoundCloud. I'm gonna plug it. Matter of fact, check on the bio. Chasing papers. Uh featuring Tim, Gemini, and Buddy. And uh where are those artists from? A Peoria, Peoria, man. Who is Tim Gemini? Tim Gemini is uh one of my one of my better yet, he's almost like family to me, man, because he actually Do I know what that is? Um, I don't know. Who's, Probably who's buddy? not. Buddy is um, you know, you know Loretta Edwards. Yeah. Loretta Edwards. Okay. Uh, her, her um, man. Okay. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, but Tim, Gemini is, he's an artist too, man. And I've been um, I actually just fucking reached out to him like not even four months ago, man. I just freaking met him. Kind of find out he grew up with some of my people. Pure is lacking when it comes to the R&B side or singers in general. Oh man, the R&B side, bro. I don't even. I mean, I really can't even answer that, bro, because I don't. I mean, I don't know much about any any other singers. Or, or, that could be the problem. Rather than girls, you know. What that I'm could saying? be the problem right there. There's a couple of women. Matter of fact, I had just met this girl up on Facebook the other day, man. She um beautiful girl though, bro. And uh I was um talking to her up on Facebook, kinda of find out she be she be singing, you know what I'm saying? She did, did a couple songs with a couple uh pure artists, man, and that's the thing about it, man, there's talent out here, bro. We just gotta go out and find it. We just gotta go out and find it, man, like explore, bro, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to people, you know, interact, you know. Yeah. But um, as far as singers, yeah, man, there's not a lot of us, man. And if, if the ones who is, you know, I think a lot of us is low-key. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Low-key with it. I mean, I know a lot of people that can sing, but they're not, they not artists, you know? Yeah, they're not in the studio or not. They, they're not they're up, just... up in the studio. They just, you know what I'm saying? They either sing, they either got the blessing, and they're not using it. Or they they're in church. Keep, or they in church, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like... Or they smoking. Yeah, and smoking. I don't help any either. You're going to sound like Future trying to sing. Yeah. But it's like, we got... I'm pretty sure we got singers out there. I've heard a couple. I've reached out to a couple. But it's like, 
do we make the type of music for them to that appeals to singers? Like probably some singer. I talked to a girl that sings as well, and she just was like, nobody want to hear this shit right now. Like nobody, nobody really want to hear nobody sing. Everybody trying to turn up. True, so it's, maybe, maybe that's why we don't hear singers. That's the thing about it, man. That's the thing about it. I mean, that's why I try to. I mean, I try not to. I, I try not to sing. I try not to overdo it with my music. And most of the time, I do. I overdo it. I think, cause I think the more I try, you know what I'm saying, the better it sounds. But then again, it's not even that, bro. You just it's it's way deeper than that, bro. You gotta know music. You gotta know what part what what fits in where it's like solving a puzzle almost yeah. making a song you know what I'm saying knowing the in and outs and before I did this interview I was watching a breakfast club they had Rico Love on there uh-huh. and it's something I want you to go home and look look up it's called uh, the Black Expo it's in Indianapolis and he's having a conference where they teach classes uh, he's teaching a songwriting class where he can help people learn how to write their own songs. Mm. And it's another class that does business side of management, things of that nature. One uh, class is producers. It's only $175, too. I'm actually uh, looking forward to attending that. It's uh, like towards the end of July. I'm actually looking, looking forward to song, songwriting? Or no, no. I want to attend to just gain knowledge. Somebody, right. if, if somebody knowledge asked me for girl. advice, you know what I'm saying? Knowledge I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. So, like... He, he's he's really focused on singers and stuff, helping people. That'd be something you would love. For, that'd yeah, be good for you to go to. Where's it at? www.blackexpo.com. It's yeah. gonna be in Indiana, okay. Indianapolis. If you ever heard of the um? You ever heard of the Circle City Classic? No. It's like a um. I've been there a couple times. It's like a football game, but it's like a it's a weekend of like basically musical stuff for uh, black culture, and this being Indianapolis, hundred seventy five dollars can't beat that. As in versus going to New York, going to a revolt conference, that's sixteen hundred dollars. And you're only there a day or two. And it's just some panels talking, somebody telling you their story, which is inspiring, but when you leave that conversation, what are you what did you really learn? You all you did was get motivation, but you ain't learn how to do nothing. So only Rico Love so yeah. much to your mind. Yeah, and so Rico and Love is gonna be there in person actually teaching the classes and things of that nature. So I, I'm I'm starting to uh, it was on it was on today, so by the time y'all hear this it was on uh, to, yesterday, um, Breakfast Club Power 105 Juan Rico Love I'm definitely gonna be telling a lot of artists here about that maybe get maybe I get 10 15 people to come go there experience some stuff um, but uh, mainstream people will be there main acts will be there um, to helping them just around and stuff like that so you just good networking you know. Give your music to people. Hell, Rico got his own label. Shit, he gonna be there. So send him some music. He may like it. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something. So how do you how do you try to separate yourself when you in the studio? Say you try to make a song. How difficult is it for you to make a song when everyone wants to turn up but you a singer? So what do you do to try to uh, compete with that? Make sure that my flow kind of um, twists with theirs and it sounds perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because right. 
that is essential, bro. Like being an artist, man. Like being able to um, cope, man. You know what I'm saying? Be flexible with other artists. You know what I'm saying? I may, I may fucking hop up on the track with a white dude one day, and his flow may be different from what my flow is. But it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just knowing, knowing, knowing what to do, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knowing how to, knowing how to be flexible. So when you uh when you come to uh be, like picking beats and things of that nature, mm-hmm. who do you um like what type of sound do you mainly go for? Like, cause when I hear you, when I hear the beats, when I was with you in the studio, it was kind of Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez type beats uh, yeah. that you just tried That's to sick. sing on those, cause those beats would be appealing to the club. You could actually not necessarily turn up, try to shoot a motherfucker, not Chicago type beats. But it's some kickback, some smooth shit, and it's not no motherfucker. It's not like a like a neo type beat, right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like you ain't you ain't picking nothing born. Hell no, bro. Especially like, the twenty year old. You know what I'm saying? Know? I like I like really, bro. You can give me any type of beat. I get old, bro. I don't care. Just give me a beat, period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will I will learn how to. You know what I'm saying? I will find me a hook, bro. That's really what I. Re- but um. As far as a type of sound that I really look for, bro, I'll tell you one thing. I, I like I, I like listening to positive shit, bro. Shit that shit that song. Shit that kinda makes me feel like, you know what I'm saying, okay, nigga, like everything cool, you know what I'm saying? Everything's good. Not no drill shit, not no, you know what I'm saying? I don't really I don't really mess I don't really mess around with that drill type beats, you know what I'm saying? But I will hop on a turn up type beat, you know what I'm saying? Like a party type beat. Yeah. Shit that'll turn up the club, you know what I'm saying? But see, like, that's the thing, like I done tried, I done tried, you know what I'm saying, hopping on the track with with like like on some drill shit and it didn't really turn out how I wanted it to be, man. So you know what I'm saying? That's how Did I that song you put out. Oh no. No Okay, no. That's good. No. Cause uh yeah, for everybody was, that well, keeps actually, you. it wasn't even a well, it wasn't even my song. It was more of a feature. I was featured, you know. Damn. So did he drop the song? They did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't do bad. I just think I could have done, done yeah. better. Yeah. First could, time. First y'all time. Can check them out, man. Lavelle. You know what I'm saying. Oh, it was Lavelle on, on SoundCloud. Hey, Lavelle. I mean, I ain't talked to Lavelle in a minute. But he definitely, when we was in high school, he definitely was a dude that was with the shit musically. Like, he had everything. He had all the, anything, all the devices y'all using now, he had three, four years ago. Because they was rich as fuck. (laughs) But everybody that keep asking me about this track that I had, listen, it's gone. Alright? This song, me, me, uh... D. Lavish did. He was crying all the time. And Gizzy Jones. It was high school. What it was a high school. What's the other song you had, bro? That what? Listen, so. You, see, see. you sick me? You sick me? <laughs> no, no. I didn't say that. I definitely didn't say that shit. Hey, the bottom line is, man, it's so many people asking me. It's so many people asking me about this music that I had. Listen, I had 73 songs. In a matter, of, in a matter, in a matter of fifteen minutes. No, it's like fifteen days. Bottom line is they gone. I deleted them. I don't even. I was a billionaire boy. That was the rap name. I'm trying to catch up. Billionaire sack. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to catch up from last week because people was asking me about it, so I had to catch up on it. But shit, uh, how? Uh, so when I went to the studio with you, you you mix your own song. You record yourself and you mix your own self, and you pretty much your engineer as well at the beginning stages. How difficult is it to do that? To to try to learn two crafts at once. Um, sometimes it is hard, bro, and that's kind of where I, um, that's probably kind of where I, I freaking, like, I have a very high expectation on myself, bro, because, um, at times, bro, I will get to mixing, I'll get to working on a song, you know what I'm saying, and I may be, and, and, and I'm, and I'm yet trying to learn, and I'm trying to, um, do so much, bro, and I may do too much, which is gonna eventually fuck up the song, bro. Mm-hmm. That um, that kind of hinders your um your writing process and singing process because you you singing but at the same time you really got to focus on the engineering side because you could be a cold ass singer or have the cold ass lyrics no. and then the engineering the song quality is bad and then the, the people really don't care. No, because uh, most of the time, man, um, which is what I kind of just learned recently, man, is I just learned to just um, not even worry about the mixing part until I actually, you know what I'm saying, until I lay down every track, track for track, I may go down, down, I may start a new track every time I, like every time I do a verse, or every, or or every, you know what I'm saying, two bars, you know what I'm saying, so I basically record, and then I do, and then I worry about the mixing process and how everything sounds. And uh, describe your uh, writing process. My writing process, man. Basically, bro. I mean, I write. When I when I do write, I definitely um, I do it right before I go to sleep, bro. I just put some headphones in, bro. Put on some beats, bro, and then I just get the feeling, bro. And then like, I put together harmonies or like something that sounds sounds good, and I may keep it, and I just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. I'm saying just re- just repetition, repetition, repetition. Then after a while, I learned that okay, that repetition can fit anywhere in the beat. You know what I'm saying? If I say it right, like there's different ways to say it, there's different ways of saying shit, there's different ways of singing shit. You know what I'm saying? So like one harmony may branch out to another harmony, and then the other harmony may may branch out to another harmony, bro. So it's all about what I see, like what I feel. So you wouldn't, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, there's millions of singers that get people writing for them all the time that are older. I mean, your favorite singer, the greatest, people say Michael Jackson, greatest of all time. He, he barely wrote his shit. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce don't write all her shit. She got like 40, 51 people credited as writers on her shit.
because well, you had you I'm not trying to put myself like I'm not trying to put my stuff on a pedestal because I'm I'm a humble ass dude. I know that there's a lot that I still gotta learn and there's a lot that I that I'm lacking and I'm wanting a lot of shit that I need to do, bro. Like I'm not where I want to be at, bro. As as an artist, bro. But um, like I'm like it's I have a lot a lot of shit, bro. Like I have a lot of blessings, bro. A lot of knowledge with this shit, bro. Like I've been about it, man, you know what I'm saying, and I learn from them, you know what I'm saying, I be, like, I just fucking chopped it up with my dude, uh, A-flat the other day and shit, man, um, chopped him up about, uh, business, man, and he was, um, he was talking about, um, starting up his record label again and shit, man, and I was, uh, you know, definitely telling him, man, like, that's the way to go, man, um, I ended up chopping up with him, and he ended up, you know what I'm saying, giving Spot up on the team, you know. Yeah. So um, that's another thing, man. That's so thing. what happened with uh PVO? Oh, that's man. A lot of people ask me this too, man. Uh, we don't we don't see uh, <laughs> those three letters no more on any tweets. I, I, I do, man. I'm always PVO. I don't know what nobody talking about, bro. No, we talking about one seeing on tweets. You ain't been saying PVO on no, your I've Facebook been and Twitter. PVO on my, yes, I have. Uh huh. Not recently. Stop it. Hey, before I do an interview, I look this shit up. Look up on my Instagram. I look it still this shit says PVO. No, dude. I ain't talking bio. When you post a picture, you're not saying that. Oh, I don't. I don't All right, you that's you what I'm like saying. I say it every time or when, something. When you tweet something, you're not saying it. When you when you on Facebook, it y'all not matter. saying it. I ain't got to hashtag it every time I motherfucking post something. Shit. Though. I it's mean, shit. it, it out, ain't been hashtag for a month. Check Some it out, days, man. Check it out, though, man. As far as PBO, man, I will always be a positive vibe only, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, is it still, that's a, is it like, still a group? That's what the question it's is. Not, it's not a label. It's not a group. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle and it's a movement, bro. And I tell people that all the, all the time, bro. Eventually, it may get to that. You know what I'm saying? Depending on, the, depending on how the pieces are played, bro. Depending on how the board is played, bro. You know what I'm saying? Depending on... How far we get with this shit, and I know it's gonna get far, bro. I feel it, you know what I'm saying, bro. Mm-hmm. So PBO still around as it's, as a conglomerate. I mean, we definitely still fuck around with each other. Me, you know what I'm saying. I fuck around with everybody up there. Yeah. You know saying, no, bro? when I ask the question, I'm not saying it as in like motherfuckers it, was like, it's oh not no, a label, I bro. It's no, not no, a I'm saying what I mean is how the movement was, let's say last year. Heading into this year, how we everyone knew PBO, it was seen a lot, and it's kind of decreased. Mm-hmm. Not saying it was a label and everybody stopped fucking with each other. Y'all still could fuck with each other, but we saying is the movement still going as strong as it was last oh, no, year? No. That's what the question is. Definitely, definitely not. Matter of fact, we we all we all kind of like brushed off and started going on doing y'all own music, which is and everybody's still gonna come back is. together. So y'all kind of just like G Unit just took a break. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, Young Buck, Tony Yayo, Lloyd Banks, 50. They all did their own little albums. Then it was like, fuck, what had Kid Kid? And then um, they come together, now they're G-Unit again. So that's what PBO is right now. Basically. All right. We just want to make sure y'all, next time you post a status, I want to see that. I want to see PBO at the bottom of it. Shit, always, bro. Always and forever, man. So uh, what's your goal with the music? And what I mean by that is, like, you can go um, six-month goal, a five-year goal, a ten-year goal. What are your goals when it comes to this music? Uh, my, um, my, 
as far as two year goals, um, shoot, yeah, I guess I can start with uh, two year goal. I want to see myself. Um, I definitely want to see myself on a um, on a higher level as far as a businessman doing this musically, like doing it as a um, not only as a, a as a hobby, but like something I love. But I want to make it as my job. So financially, you want to financially. I'm not saying that I want to be able to quit my nine to five, but I'm saying I want to be be able to be in a position that if I wanted to, I can and I will. You know what I'm saying? Just in case that opportunity does come, somebody comes knocking at my door and like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We we got this for you. We got that for you. Woo woo woo. You know what I'm saying? Which it possibly could happen, but but um, I definitely want to see myself. I want to learn like in the next two years I definitely want to um, work on being like a producer and producing my own beats that's another thing um, that I've been that I want to work on man and there's so much that's the thing about it man I try to do so much man and I and I almost got it from my brother bro you know what I'm saying Cause my brother Mills bro he does he tries to he tries to does my, like he tries to do I mean sorry he tries to do so much, bro. This guy like, did not so uh, graduate. <laughs> Look at that. Just throw it out there. Yeah, man, and I think we both kind of got it from my dad, though, man. My dad, he worked his butt off, man, taking care of three children mm-hmm. at, at some point in his life, man. So we, so we seen that. We like, dang, we got to go get it, too. You know what I'm saying? But um, as far as, like, here in the next six months, man, Yet still working on a lot of singles right now, a lot of my own singles on my own time. Um, aside from from reaching out to other artists, reaching out to other producers and you know what I'm saying, engineers, and seeing how they work. You know what I'm saying? Like I uh, like I just told you, I just chopped it up with Flat. You know what I'm saying? And aside from what I got going on, I'm doing work with him too, and I'm doing work with other artists as far as be easy. Um, I got a track that I just got um, sent to me from Mr. Peoria. You know what I'm saying? A well-known artist around here, bro. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, man, we got. You'll hear about him soon. Definitely, definitely, man. Get him on here, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, bro, it's we a got lot a nice little track, man. Better yet, I'm about to send it to him. Um, as soon as I get home, type shit, man. I, I gotta finish up on it, but. Uh, it's dope, man. I mean, I got a lot of checks, man. And I and I think, like, as far as now, bro, this is, like, where I can set my benchmark to where I know from from here on out, all my shit is going to be legit, man. Yeah. So when it comes to being financial, because I, I want to speak on this, because I know some artists, personally, that um, you mentioned a nine-to-five. What's wrong with having a job to support your dream, you know what I'm saying. And what I mean, what I mean by that is like, when you go into a situation, say you had to buy a beat, you know what I'm saying. You really like this beat; it's a hundred dollars. You could afford it, right? Because you got a nine to five. But if you go to a producer and you say, "Oh, my budget's only like thirty, forty dollars," 
that's not how this music business works. You gotta have money to make things happen. You if have you need to make money, yeah. yeah and if you gonna if you gonna try to coast through this shit, this music shit free, you not gonna get nowhere. You gonna end up sure. in the same spot you in now a year from now. Sure. It don't matter sure. who on your team or who you think on your team. If you ain't gonna go get no job. To, to try to support your dream, especially if you're living at home or you ain't really got no bills. Now, if you're in school, go to school. When you're in the summertime, make this your music shit. You can go get a McDonald's job or something like, you know what I'm saying, a while to help. Making $60 a week, that's not going to cut it when you're trying to do this music shit full time. It's not, bro. It never will, man. Because So you can't, short, you, you can't shortcut it. Because if you shortcut it, you're going to get left. Period. That's why a lot of people think these dudes in Peoria suck. Some of these dudes it is, is trash. It is really not, a lot of these dudes spend their money. Are, yeah, right. But a lot of them are putting invest in themselves. And that and them are the ones that are progressing at its finest. Right? Yeah, it I don't matter. You can have all the talent in the world. If you're not investing in yourself and you're sure. just sitting back, if you're just sitting back and just talking all day about, oh, man, I'm just working. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm trying to make this happen. But you ain't doing shit. You ain't got nothing to show for it. That shit, that shit, it's this one dude, man. I'm about to, I'm gonna shout him out too. This dude who I, I just listened to a podcast recently, uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast, and I posted the clip uh, about him. His name is uh, Gary uh, Fornerchuk. I want you to look him up. Billionaire dude is a billionaire, money, and he works constantly, nonstop, 22 hours a day. He doing something with business, and he stated. That the reason why all that shit happens because he really wants it. If you just sitting back talking about it, saying what you're going to do, you really don't want it. Get a 9 to 5. If you can't get a 9 to 5, this is what he said. If people act like they can't do that shit. Go to a, go to a garage sale. Buy a whole bunch of magazines for a dollar. Go on eBay and sell them bitches. You'll get money doing that shit rather than sitting on your ass talking about how uh, you working on your craft, but you're not in the studio. But studio costs time. That's why all these people want to do these homemade studios. That's fine. But if you ain't got no job and you just think the homemade studio is going to make it happen, it ain't cutting or asking your mom or dad for some money. Niggas got to grow up and get this money and, and do support their dream. Because I'm starting to see a lot of lackluster shit going on because motherfuckers getting comfortable with, with nothing. It ain't like you comfortable at the top. You at the bottom and you just comfortable with talking about it. So then you could be that old head that's like, oh man, I was rapping, I was doing this, but this held me back. That held me back. When we 20, right? We 20 years old, 21 years old. And motherfuckers gotta go get this shit. And that's why, and that's why I kind of, um, because for a minute, man, I kind of felt like I was that. I was that way, man. And that's why. Say shit, you know what I'm saying? I stepped, I kept low, you know what I'm saying? I cut off a lot of motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. But, it, but it was, but it was for the best, though, man. You evaluate, you lit, sat back and evaluated the situation and checked yourself, of course, and of got course. busy. That's the shit that it's some artists that I know course, that I could tell that to. But it's like it when if they ask, I'm at the point now where if certain artists ask me for my opinion, I'm gonna tell you my shit. You don't ask me. I'm going to sit back and, and let you do what you do. And if you crumble, you crumble. Because you can, I can't... Shit, I just learned how to swim. 
how, how the hell am I going to hold you up and swim with you? You know what I'm saying? I can't do that shit. I can tell you how to swim, but you're going to have to learn that shit the same way I had to learn that shit. That's how I feel about when it comes to artists asking me shit. I'm going to tell you whatever I, I personally feel because I don't hold shit back. A lot of people... You know, you got your friends around you. They'll tell you that shit. That shit raw. I tell you that shit suck, and I tell you what you what I feel you need to work on. And I will also say, it's just one person's opinion. Out of a, now, if, if I say I hate this shit and or this shit trash to me, and you ask a hundred motherfuckers and they love it, I'm just one person. You ain't gotta. That don't mean my opinion is the end all be all. But at least you got that one person. Like damn, I know he gonna tell me the truth. I know he ain't saying that because he's just my nigga. And even if you a total stranger, I'm not going to say, oh, bro, that shit cold, bro. And go to my niggas. Oh, that shit trash, bro. Fuck that. No, I'm going to tell that nigga, that shit suck. And if my friends ask me about the song, I'm going to say, I said it sucked, but you can check it out. That's what I think Peoria lacking, personally. I think it's too much buddy-buddy shit. When it comes to the artist, like, your circle, your circle think your shit cold, but then... You don't, nobody want to help nobody within the city. And what I mean by that is the city don't come together. We got singers in this city right now we, that we've already spoke on. They don't really, we don't really know them. That's a problem. We got rappers here that, this rappers here that don't know who Miss, Mr. Peoria is. That's a problem. It's people who don't know who Maytown is. That's a problem. It's people who don't know who Passport Lewis is, who's the biggest artist to come out of Peoria to date. Nobody knows who that is. He was on Sway in the Morning. I just had him on the show a couple weeks ago. If you don't know who that is, that's a problem. You got to know your history. You got to know your, your music history of your city before you go on. So then you understand what you what is really what you're really carrying on your back, in a sense. But too many people is worried about carrying what other, people, what other cities got going on. When we trying to make our own sound here. If you ain't living about this gun shit... Then you ain't gotta talk about this gun shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just so many rappers here, man. That's talking, that's rapping about clapping motherfuckers and they doing this shit, but getting clapped themselves. When you gonna shoot back? You since y'all so hood, when y'all gonna shoot back? Or just, or just, or I don't just, get it. Or put or the guns put down. The guns down. But, but, that's what I was gonna say. But put this the, the problem though. This the problem with motherfuckers. Down. You can't say put the guns down. They can't take and then pieces. and then go on your music and talk about clapping a motherfucker. That's why when Lil Durk say put the guns down, but he rapping about this shit, I'm like, bro, you kind of backwards with it. Contradicting yourself. Yeah, and, and I get that you could say, oh, I'm rapping about what I, what I seen and what I saw. You're signed and you put out an album. Talk about that. Let me hear about you taking your mom out the hood. You know what I'm saying? Too many people think that, oh, if you real lyrical, you it's born. No, you could be lyrical or you can tell a message within your music and it still be a turn up song. And people still get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick Lamar, no lie. If you listen to his shit, he's saying the same shit them Chicago niggas are saying. The same message with the same environment they grew up in, he grew up in. The only difference is he's thinking of a clever way to say the shit. That's what people ain't doing here. Every, if you put 10 rappers from Peoria together. Against just one. No, no. Just take 10 rappers from Peoria. Just take 10 songs. You could take 10 songs. Because Vontae will be on the show soon. And everybody know when Vontae get on the show, he name drop. And Zach, when the cake, when he come back, he name drop too. But if you take 10 rappers from Peoria, bro, and you just hear their songs, they all saying the same shit the exact same way. That's a problem. We understand that 
y'all y'all killing motherfuckers, y'all taking drugs, y'all all got foreigns, and y'all all all these bitches is giving your top. Can you think of a new way to say that shit? These bitches giving me top. Think of a new way to say them them words right there. A clever way. A clever way. It'll it'll be a song. These girls are over here getting nasty. You know what I'm saying? Something different. Something different that'll separate you. Because if if we all like every it's pure is not that big. If we all came from the same environment, you gotta find a way to separate yourself. And it could be your work ethic. It could be how you you can come from the hood. Kendrick Lamar came from the hood. But he, he's so different. Like, when you hear Kendrick, you're like, we don't even know he came from the block. But if you hear, if you watch his documentary, Bompton ain't nothing but bloods around him in his hood, period. And they all his homies. But he just knows, like, let me show a different side. Let me appeal. Because the way you rapping now, if you 20 years old and you rapping this shit, think about if you get on 10 years down the line, do you think this way you rapping and the shit you talking about is going to be appealing? At age 30, I'm sorry, when I'm 30 years old, I don't want to hear shit about bitches giving me top. I don't want to hear that shit no more. I'm 30 years old. I didn't heard this shit 10 goddamn years. Let me, let me, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta basically put yourself in a position where you can grow. These guys you look up to. If you look up to a Lil Herb or, or King Louie, what the fuck are you doing? No disrespect to them, but why are you looking up to Lil Herb? He like 20. He trying to get on. Why are you looking up to the nigga that's right there? You need to be looking up to who he looking up to. The Jay Z's, you know what I'm saying? The Coles, Kendrick, Drake's, Big Sean. Yeah, you need to look up to those guys. Or even the pick, or even the people bigger than them. (laughs) Yeah, like too many people, bro. Like that's hopping this music shit for friends, bro. Like, damn, I make a song. This this song code is for all my niggas gonna love it. That's it? That's that's what you doing music for? Now, if you just making music for your homies and you're not trying to really make this shit a business and really trying to make money doing this, that's fine. But if you want to be taken serious as an artist, you got to take the craft serious. You, that means you got to invest in yourself. If you scared, if you scared to get a job, and you, it'd be different. Now, if you're in the studio every single day, that's different. But if you ain't been in the studio in fucking weeks and shit, go get a goddamn job, man. Go write some shit down, man. If I if I hit you, if I text you every day and I say what you doing, shit, nothing, just chilling, laying down, watching TV, all smoking. You ain't investing in your craft. You got plenty of time on your hands to try to make this shit happen. The longer you wait, right now, if you a rapper right now and you laying down, sitting in bed, what time is it? It's about two. It's about two o'clock. If you sitting at home right now and you just now woke up and you a rapper with no job and no responsibilities and all you do is rap and you ain't been to the studio or nothing, it's it's a million rappers that just passed you up already today. A million rappers just got better than you already today. Overwork. It what if you ain't doing shit now? If you got a nine to five, that's different. You handle that shit first. You got kids, you handle that first. But if you ain't got nothing going for yourself. And you just sitting on your ass at your parents' house doing nothing. And you just woke up, or you woke up at nine o'clock and then do nothing but watch first take. You might you just you ain't even really living. You just there. You just a body that's Breathing, taking up man. space. Breathing, that's it. Living, and it's because the thing about it, man, it's bigger than that, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be an average motherfucker. 
And then on top of that, if you is an average motherfucker, it's okay. Everybody isn't wired to make it through entrepreneurship. That's what we all are. You can. Yeah, you can. You but every, but every, can. but some people, some people can work a job nine to five and then save up money and then get their own business. Some people don't mind. My dad is an entrepreneurship. He he doing just fine. You know what I'm saying? There's people out here that work for people or got jobs that are doing just fine. But I'm saying when you a kid, when you're in your 20s, that's when you go after your dream and you got to go after it. I don't want to see a nigga that's 40 trying to go after his dream. You're 40 years old. Now you want to be a rapper. It's done. You've lived half your life. It's over for you. Unless you can pop out a 2 chains hit. And even before then, 2 chains was grinding years before that. You know what I'm saying? He 2 chains had degrees in college. He was he was TV boy before that. He was a basketball player. He was doing shit way before we knew him as 2 chains. But if you're that 20 years old... Yes. Yeah, you twenty. And I'm saying, you're 20... 20 the years old, man. you gotta go through. You got you gotta live your 20s for your dreams, yeah. and you gotta have a nine to five to financially support yourself as a backup plan, just in case shit doesn't happen. And this is just one person's opinion, but I'm speaking off of experience for one, and I'm speaking off of what I've read, what inter- interviews I watch. Cause I watch interviews 24. I barely watch TV. The only TV I watch is the Miami Heat. That's finna get this W tonight against Toronto. But other than that, I'm watching interviews. I'm 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 trying to pick people's brains because I want all the knowledge. I want to know everything. If it was aliens right now, I would want to know. You wouldn't know what. That's why one day you're gonna be famous, bro. Because knowledge is power. And I, I and, and the thing is, and the thing is, bro. I don't, I don't even care. Bro. I don't even care about. I don't even care about fame. I want to be financially stable. And I, I want to. I want to influence people. One really one rich, one of the one of my goals. One of my goals. Is going is going back to Rich Woods and talking to the kids. That's one of my goals. You know what I'm saying? How many people are saying that? One of my goals is is help is um help um send give money to Alzheimer's uh, cures, cancer awareness cures. You know what I'm saying? Bipolar cures. That's dementia cures. That's my goals. You know what I'm saying? Paying my grandma mortgage. That's goals I have. I don't have goals of having a foreign or buying the next Gucci belt. Just to wear it with a Target T-shirt. And it's humble goals. You know what right? I'm saying? I ain't got goals, goals is, like that. And the humble goals is really what is gonna motivate you. And that's and that's having that's your priorities in hand, and that's understanding. I got a dream. I want to fulfill this dream, but I gotta go after it. I gotta go get it. You know what I'm saying? I can't sit back and just this podcast shit. People, this ain't it. It's gonna make more sense in July. I got shit cooking. I'm doing a lot of <laughs> shit. I'm trying to position myself. To where, and not just me, Zach too, but Zach, Zach does a lot of different things. So this may not even be what Zach want to do. He just may be doing it with me because that's my blood cousin. You know what I'm saying? He want to act and do uh, Vine, Vine Famous and shit. So he may want to do that shit. But I want to set it up to the point where I, if I, when time comes, I am financially stable to if I got to leave my nine to five to go to an interview in radio stations or anything like that. Go out of the town or anything. I want to do that. And I want to have experience with with what I'm doing. How how can I have an interview with somebody and be fine with it? You know what I'm saying? Be comfortable with the shit. How can you be a rapper, go to the studio once every three months, and then expect somebody to sign me? If, if I was a record label right now, you got five minutes to tell me you basically got five minutes to present yourself to me. Could you do it right now? 
those are the things people gotta artists gotta ask themselves. You only get five minutes to make or break yourself in the industry. Five minutes to talk to somebody. They gonna ask you, sing sing something for me right now. Could you do that? Rap for me something right now. Give me a sixteen. Motherfuckers can't even count bars, bro. They don't even know what a sixteen is. They gonna rap for three minutes. Those are huge problems that Peoria needs to check because we're in an area where we don't have outlets like that. We're not in New York or L.A. or even, you can even say Chicago, Miami. We're not in areas where there's labels around or there's a whole bunch of A&Rs floating around helping helping create talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody really just freeballing this shit. We got a couple people that are around here that I've, I've been in contact with that know the music industry, but they're not in it. They're not like, they kind of, Passport, he's kind of sort of there, you know what I'm saying? But nobody, a lot of people here really don't know him, that that's our age group. But like, he's only like maybe 28, 29. Not even. So they may know him. But like, not even necessarily like, you don't even, like, you don't even need that, man. Like, you don't even need A&Rs. You don't need. No, what I mean by A&R is is like somebody who can help you. You're right. You need, yeah, you need help. Everybody needs help. You're only going to get somewhere but with help. But if you think about it, but think about how many millionaires is walking around this, this this city right now, bro. Can you name one? I can name plenty. Millionaires. Mi- bro, there's, there are no, millionaires no, I know. in, I'm in saying, New York. But, but, can you name bro, one? Uh, I can name a couple. That's your here. skin color. That's my skin color. But that's not the, mag- the fact about it. The fact that's about the problem. It, what I'm saying is that you never know who you are around and who's watching yeah, yeah, I know. Who you are talking what, what to. You, you just said, to somebody. What you just said, though, I'm going off of what you just said. You just said millionaire. So I just asked you, can you name one black millionaire from Peoria? I'm sure that there, uh, I can name one of them. Willie. Willie what? Um, I forgot his last name. Can't name him, man. I need mean, the first <laughs> last name and what he does. Willie. That's But th- those are my points where you got to think about this generation, man. And the generations under us that are are destructing, and it's because of the generation before us it's at the us same too, time. Though, bro. No, our, I said us, but I'm saying we only could destruct because the people before us weren't there. As in, the fathers was locked up thanks to the Reagan and Nixon reform Nixon reforms. You know, what I'm saying we had the crack cocaine era in the '80s that destroyed a lot of families. So you got a lot of things in place. And then you got ordinary crime, black-on-black crime, police brutality. You got a lot of things that helped hinder the situation. What I mean by that is we got kids that can name every single basketball player in the world. Your favorite team, the Bulls. You can name every Chicago Bull player. Can you name five black scientists? Can you name five black mayors? No one can do it. Those are issues. Those are real issues that are a problem. So you have to take your craft serious. I can't even name That's my point. Like scientists, but that's not the craft that I'm... No, no, but I'm saying those are things we should know. You should just know that right out the gate. Can you name five scientists? They ain't got to be black. Five scientists. Some people will say, okay, um... Isaac Newton. Um, Isaac Newton. Um, <laughs> uh, Benjamin Franklin. Uh, um, Thomas Edison, you know, Albert Einstein, you know what I'm saying? The typical motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, people people don't even know, it's like kids now, they don't even know who Harry Tubman is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Underground Railroad, that was a real underground railroad. That's what I'm saying. So when you a rapper, 
you gotta take it serious because like you said, you never know who's watching, who's paying attention. It may be a seven year old kid that listens to your music and they may look up to you. And if you all you talking about is killing and shit, that's what they gonna portray. They gonna wanna do that shit. Now it's different. You could, if you talking about that shit, cause that's what you saw, that's fine. But you gotta have a balance of reality. You know what I'm saying? You can't talk about how life is always good but it's a bad side to life, too. You know what I'm saying? If I'm listening to... That's why it's like certain people, if I listen to a speaker, and all they do is talk about how life was good, that life's amazing, and, and that's all I hear all my life, and then as soon as I go through something bad, and I never went through nothing bad before, I don't know what to do, I panic, I commit suicide, that's because I was taught... I was only taught one way. you got to have a balance when it comes to... when it comes to chasing a dream and reality. Because a dream, it's called a dream for a reason, you know what I'm saying? Chances are you might not reach it, but if you can't reach your dream, you want to be as close to it as possible, you know what I'm saying? And you always want to strive for that, especially if you ain't got no kids or nothing. Shoot you, for star, if you ain't got nothing, yeah, shoot for the star. And then end up in the sky. But have a parachute. Real shit. A nine to five, get, get, you got, get some money while you're going for something when, when you're broke. You know what I'm saying? You can't chase a dream. With, you can't go 10 I've been trying to rap for 10 years and ain't got nothing to show for it you know what I'm saying a milestone in Peoria went li- around last t- year a thousand plays a nigga gets thousand plays they there you know what I'm saying they, they feel like they did something yeah, but it's me my podcast I may get 10,000 11,000 12,000 it's around there I'm like I feel to me personally that's success at the level I'm at not even doing this a year there's people who get 10,000 in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? There's people who get 500,000 in one hour, one day. You know what I'm saying? I, they got a, I got a long way to go with this shit. True, but I'm but I constantly, every week is something new. Every week you see the follow-up podcast. You know what I'm saying? Not saying you can do music that way, but when you sitting on your ass all day, basically if you release one song every six months, you've been sitting, what have you been doing for them six months? Sitting on if you ain't got no job, just sitting on your ass doing nothing, and that shit. Depends. I'll be ready to tell motherfuckers. No, it it just depends on how good the song is, and and how and how good and how good of a of a plan you had. Because I just read some shit up shit up on the internet the other day, bro, about what about what Little Wayne said about making it, bro. Most people fail at making it, and they fail so many times because they they they. They do track for track after track after track, and they think, "Oh man, just because I'm dropping mixtapes and albums and all yeah. this, okay, check me out. I'm getting, I'm getting noticed. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing all this." Yeah. But really, when the real way to actually make it is to plot, plan, yeah. put your pieces where they need to be. And when I say plan, I, even if that means plan a year ahead, every I'm talking about step yeah. for step for step for step. But, but you notice everything you're saying time. is different than what I just said. But I look, just said look. put a song out. What I mean by putting the song yeah, out is you just put the yeah, motherfucker yeah, true, true, out and true. this shit, and you true, may tweet right. it or sound or put post it. Right. That's what I mean by just sitting there doing nothing. It, you just got a song out. But I mean, if you doing the behind the scenes work, it's Push called it's called it, yeah it's called behind the scenes for a reason. All that shit, bro. you keep that you keep that to your management and you. you on know just what I'm one single though, on just yeah, one single. If yeah. you push it, push it, you push it for one year, bro. 
that is how you make it because you like, do you feel you, you push your singles? Do you feel you push? I got no, it. No. Do no. you feel you pushing and chasing paper right now? No. No. All right. But you, you want to know why though? though? But you want to know why? What? Because I know, because I know that I have songs in the chamber now that are better than that, that are killing it, killing it, killing it. And what's it, going on with those songs? But that, but but that's the thing about it, though, man. I don't want to rush those songs and make it sound like these songs. You get it? Yeah. That's the thing about it, man. I, I come to the I'm I come learning, to the realization is, as in, like I've talked to an artist about this many a times. You can't say debut single mm-hmm. when it's your fifth single drop. Just because you delete all your other singles and then say this is the debut single, that doesn't count. You only can make your first impression once. No matter if you drop a song today and you push it for a year, then you're like, I'm going to take a year off and then I'm going to come back out with a new sound or something. You're not reinventing yourself. You're the same motherfucker that was a year ago. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what you do differently. You're still the same person. Drake. Drake just came out with a new album. If people don't like this shit, what are they going to reference? His old shit. So therefore, you the same motherfucker. You just may come out with a better song or a newer song. Unless you change your rap name, 2 Chains, Titty Boy, and he we didn't hear from him forever, and then you come out different, that'd be different. Other than that shit, who can really push a song for six months at this point in Peoria? Nobody. Why? Because they can't wait to drop shit. I see rappers drop a new song every week, every three days, just out of nowhere. Who want to hear some new shit? What about your last shit? What did you do with that last song to better yourself, as in improve, put, basically put yourself another step forward? If you paying to, if you paying to perform and you got seven mixtapes out, you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Seven mixtapes in, that's a lot of songs. You put out 18 songs as a mixtape, you ain't even been rapping a year. If you just start rapping and it ain't even been a year, you shouldn't be even working on a mixtape. You should be trying to learn the business. What you're doing right now, it may be taking you longer for one, your sound and what you're doing. You're in your own lane because it's not a lot of singers and it's not a lot of people around here that can help someone with singing when it comes to trying to make the hip-hop business or the music industry because everybody trying to be rappers. It's a million and one rappers. And I, I personally feel people like me need to come forward. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't rap. I was I used to rap in high school and all that extra shit. I didn't love that shit. I used to, off the top of the head, I ain't write shit. I ain't love it. This shit I love. I love information. I love conversation. I love talking to people about music, sports. Full Court Press Podcast coming October 28th, by the way. Um, yeah, that's we're gonna get that on iTunes as well. There you go, man. So hey, you found so you found what yeah, you love and you and, and you, you go for it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, while I'm go going for, while I'm going for this shit, mind you, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. In like August or some shit. I ain't have a job the whole month of August. I had just got laid off from my job. Matter of fact, I'll be even more uh clear. March from March to um no, it wasn't August. From March to June. I didn't have a job. I got laid off from my job. The departments was cutting back and shit. They laid off the maintenance department. So I was on unemployment. I don't get how motherfuckers can sit on their ass all day and do nothing. I don't get it. And I was doing the podcast shit. I can't do it, bro. I, just, I can't sit on my ass and not do shit, bro. It, it was it was torture. Just sitting at the crib, 
playing 2K. May do a podcast here and there. You know, doing my podcast shit. That shit ain't for you. These motherfuckers, motherfuckers who think they too good to get a job. It ain't doing nothing but hurting you. Because I'm telling you, we ain't had nobody from Peoria make it yet. When that time comes, it's going to be one motherfucker to make it first. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be one person. That next person may not come for a while. Everybody trying to do that Chicago shit. Chicago is dying down slowly but surely. It's just becoming that underground scene is crazy. Everybody's paying attention to that underground scene. Whereas people who ain't got labels and shit, they just got millions of fans. I'm telling you. You just said, you just mentioned the underground yeah, scene is, cool, is phenomenal, yeah, it's taking over. Right, it's take it's getting to the point now where these labels is si- trying to sign these underground people and they turn it down because they making more money. It's true. Young bro. Dolph, Young Dolph is. is a prime example. Young Dolph is independent by himself. He's getting money. Tech Nine made over sixty million by himself. He don't need a label for what? But these people here. They quick as hell to just sign a deal to say they sign. For what though? You sign to an artist. Let's say you sign to an artist, okay? Prime example. You sign to somebody. Alright? They ain't give you no money. You ain't get you ain't get no money for signing. What you sign for? And I ain't I'm not talking a motherfucking a Drake or something. I ain't talking about a nigga that if you say his name, everybody go to your song. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, just let's just say I ain't gonna say no names. But just a low artist that ain't even that don't even ain't even mainstream. Let's just say you just signed to a motherfucker from Chicago or, or Philly or Miami or some shit. You just signed to an ordinary artist that had a little buzz, it go away. You didn't get a check for signing. You just signed with him. So now you got his name behind you. But that's it. You just got a name. What is that name giving you? What are you really benefiting from him? You know what I'm saying? Or it could be a girl. You signed to a person, and now you got restrictions to you. You under contract, whatever, but you ain't getting no money. Now, if you live by yourself and you got bills, what you gonna have to do? You gonna have to get a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Prime example: Montana 300. One of his artists. One of his artists. No fatigue. No fatigue. Worked at my last job with me. He, was, he wasn't there long, but the fact that he got a 9 to 5 should tell you something. He ain't have it forever. He had it, then they went on tour. So, obviously, he wasn't there no more. But for him to get a job, even if it was, I think it was maybe for two, three weeks, maybe a month, that tells you something. And Montana, one of the biggest artists in the, in, in the world right now, you know what I'm saying? Independent. Getting independent, grind money, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Artists here gotta look at that. They gotta look at that kind of shit. Too many motherfuckers. Too many motherfuckers is on YouTube, on YouTube looking at the finishing touches. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't look at a, a motherfucker. Like even when we was at your house and we was watching K Campus shit. That shit cool. That shit kind of. I guess it's motivating. But you looking at the finishing touches of him. You know what I'm saying? You look. He he's K Campus telling you what he did to make it. That don't mean that's your story. And the difference is he in Atlanta, you in Peoria, it's completely different. And it's easy to look back after you made it and say, oh, I did this, I did that. But what about all the mistakes you made on the way? You know what I'm saying? All the shit that took so long for you to make it. That's why when people go on YouTube and look up look up music videos, 
and you're like, oh, I'm gonna have that shit on. I'm gonna have that chain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have all this money. I'm gonna be in the hood with all this money, but I'm still in the hood. That's but backwards. Really, it's the work that they put in. Yeah. There, it's how do they get that? How do they get that video shot by Aze? Work. Who paid for that video by AZ? You know what I'm saying? They may knew somebody, but how did they get that money? Now, if they sold weed or some shit, that's different. They, they, they got they getting money. I rather I rather have a motherfucker on the corner selling weed than sitting on his ass not making no money. At least the nigga on the corner want it. It's a risk. He taking a risk. But at least that nigga trying to get some bread. But if you sitting on your ass doing nothing and you watching all these videos like, damn, I can do this shit. I got the talent. You got to go after it. You know what I'm saying? And this whole conversation, I see you going after it. You know what I'm saying? I see you in your basement. You know what I'm saying? With your own equipment that you bought, grinding, working on it. Even if it takes 10 hours to try to mix one verse. You know what I'm saying? You doing that shit. And that's the type of shit that, that goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit that, say your music career don't take off, singing-wise. You may become a cold ass writer. That's why that writing. That's why that Rico Love conference is crazy because Rico Love is a songwriter. He 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 he's starting to do his own music now, but he started off writing for Neo and Usher and Beyonce and shit. You may become a songwriter for somebody, and then you learn the engineering shit. You may start being able to engineer the songs. You may you may go from singing to songwriting to now I'm a full time producer. But you're doing three things at once. That you can learn. So now you a three headed monster. So now you getting three times the money because the same nigga that you engineering, you may have wrote the song for him. Money right there on top of money. You know what I'm saying? And then you may be featured on the motherfucking song. So that's he. You charging three times as much. Right. That's the type of shit motherfuckers don't think about. When you got when you the rapper and then all your homies, if all your homies rapping with you. They, and you know they suck, but you just let them rap. Tell them niggas they suck. You may say they life. One homie, he be like, you know what? I could be a manager. The next homie, I could be a camera guy. The next homie, I could be a road manager. Now you got a whole team, and it's just the niggas you grew up with. Because everybody ain't trying to fucking rap. That's, that's how I was, though, man. Like for, for a minute, I felt like I was too nice. I was too nice to motherfuckers. I was letting them get on my track. I was letting them... You know what I'm saying? And be up in the studio. And they were just wasting my time, bro. And that was when I learned, bro. Motherfuckers is not out here. You know what I'm saying? People is not out here. They just here to waste your time, bro. Exactly. Females, everything, bro. Exactly. Females, niggas, If ain't no... This, if, right now, job, man, bro. you got to have tunnel vision with this shit. Right, but to. while you got tunnel vision, you got you to gotta have a bright song. You know what I'm saying? Cause just because you got, just cause you got tunnel vision... That don't mean it ain't gonna be a fucking pothole in the road or a motherfucking hitchhiker trying to hop on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga asking for a ride. Just because they got gas money, that don't mean you gotta take them to their location. Because that location may steer you off your tunnel vision. You may be on a path to success, but if you drop a nigga off somewhere where he ain't supposed to be at and you get clapped up, what happened then? You know what I'm saying? People gotta think about that kind of shit. It's too much, it's too much money out here in this world. Too much success that hip hop can bring black people in general. I'm just speaking for black people. It's too much shit to get stirred off wrong. That's why I don't believe in that rap beef shit. It's too much money for rap beef. You know what I'm saying? That shit corny. It's too much money for that. 
It's too much money out here to be sitting there saying shoulda, coulda, woulda stories till you 45. And then all of a sudden you want to be in, in the music business telling people what to do. When you're 20, you got to go get this shit. I feel, you on, I feel you on the right path to getting it. And I hope all the artists that listen to this shit understand that come July, when this list drop, I'm going to go ahead and announce it. In July, I got a, I got a panel. We dropping a list. Top 10 artists in Peoria. Top 10 songs. Top 10 uh, most approved. Um, top 10 uh, worst rappers. We, we name drop. I'm doing one every six months. It's supposed to be June, but I got something big in June I can't do. Do it Boy, then. Corey working, man. He in yeah. the work, man. So if y'all sleep on him, we, y'all better we, wake up. We name dropping because I really, I really, I take pride in this shit. You can just hear in my voice how much passion I got for this shit. I really want motherfuckers here to make it. I really want artists to get better. And I really want kids, I want kids to like this shit. My little brother listening to this shit. You know what I'm saying? I, want my, I wish my brother, little brother would go out here fucking with a Gucci belt on talking about clapping niggas. I'll beat the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? It's true, so it's the, it's the music that reflects it's on him. deeper than that, bro. It's deep. Yeah. That's why this music... Motherfuckers got an impact. Who, who really making music to impact lives? Who That's just making music to go to the club and jump up and down true, and talk man. about the bitches that gave him top knowing damn well ain't no bitch talk to you? That See, shit corny to me. And shoot, man, and really what caused me to find myself, bro, was... was was, was like reaching out to God spiritually, bro. Like, that was really where I started to wake up and see shit for like what it is, man. Like, it's deeper than this, man. Like, for real. I, like, I want to be able to be one of those artists to where little kids listen to me. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, wow, I want to be like him. But like, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Think about Justin Bieber, bro. Think about how many kids love him, bro. Believer, believer fever, man. Yeah. Bieber fever. And man. now look and at him. Just, and he just... Tunnel vision gets sidetracked. It's true. Him, him, difference between him is... He, he got sidetracked. Yeah, that he and did. he was a 16, 15-year-old kid in the industry. Yeah. So he was trying to... he was Basically, he was trying to grow up in the music industry. Fast. And that's backwards. You can't... Fast. You know what I'm saying? You can't... You can't, can't, you can't grow up that way. That's why you bro. see... Guys like uh, Jay-Z or Kanye West, they kids. You see they kids ain't nowhere to be found. They got them kids out of the limelight because they see artists that start off as kids and now they crazy, they wild Miley Cyrus. Nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like Muggs, Miley Cyrus is on fire. Muggs just go left with it. And people look up to that. So it's like, in the black community, we just named Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, them white kids. In the black community, we got to find... The, the next generation that we look up to. You know what I'm saying? We 20 years old right now. Let's just go to 20, 20 to 25 year old range. We next up. You know what I'm saying? So, our kids, I got a son. That's why, that's really all the shit started. I got a son. I, my son is three years old. Who was he gonna look up to when he 10? Hopefully, hopefully somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? Who was, who was my hero going up? I, I was a D-Wave fanatic, you know what I'm saying? But that next wave might not be a basketball player. My son might not like basketball. He might like something else. But we got to be in positions where it's enough of us around. You know what I'm saying? We ain't locked up or dead. We got to be around for our kids. And we got to be role models for our kids at the same time. And if you make violent music, it's okay you know what I'm saying? I was a Jay-Z fan. I was a T.I. fan. 
uh, I was a fucking Rough Riders fan. DM everybody talking about it, but at the same time, you gotta have a balance in your music, or you can't give that perception every time that you just a fucking killer. But you at the White House, but you at the White House uh, dinner. You know what I'm saying? You clapped three niggas last night, but you at the White House dinner now. So now you you a murderer on your record, but you're at the White House dinner. And a lot of people was like, oh, you got to be honest in your music. These dudes y'all listen to ain't honest, man. You think Rick Ross really, really right now selling bricks? You really think he in the, in the trap? No, nah, Rick Ross is making music, providing for his family. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. And at 20, a lot of people don't have kids or a family that they per se taking care of, which is fine. So my perspective is going to be a little different. But you got to take this shit serious and don't be a, a, a liability when it comes to this shit full time. Because if you, Bobby Smurder, liability, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping to get that podcast soon, man. I've been reaching out to his management. I'm hoping definitely yeah. to talk to him. Yeah, I'm trying to take this shit so, serious. I'm, hope, I'm trying to get him. Is he, is he even back up? Like no, that? I'm talking about through the jail. Oh, On the phone. Man. I'm really. I'm trying to make that happen. Because I, I want people to hear this shit. Because this is a dude who had a hit, dropped the EP, then got locked up. Same situation with Remy Ma. Had a hit, got locked up. They come back with Remy Ma came back with a different perspective. Hope Bobby Smurder get out of jail. He gonna come back with a different perspective. You know, um, you know, top, you know, Rasha. You know, you know, two dudes that Bobby Smurder name dropped in that song. They just got sentenced to twenty five years for murder. Two people he name dropped in that song. His homies. First two to go. So all these dudes talking about clapping and shit. That sh- if you really doing it, you shouldn't be talking about that, because it's easy. If if a dude say you a rapper and you say you kill, you killing motherfuckers and then you get hit with an attempted murder charge, but you ain't have you but you ain't do shit. Hey, he said he was killing people. I mean, he on Facebook with guns. I mean, he on Twitter talking about he finna go make this live. Like you you already see, you basically you building a case up for yourself that if anything happens, they got your ass. And what that's what they want. They want the black they want the black man. To hang themselves. All they gotta do is stand there and laugh and point. You know what I'm saying? See, kids, this is what they are. You know what I'm saying? That's what we trying to. That's what we, I want to stop. I want to stop that shit. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. Bro, we we know we got niggas, bro. Our age, our homies in jail right now for murder that we went to school with. You know what I'm saying? We got dudes that that are dead that we know. That shit ain't cool. So I don't condone that that clapping, killing nigga shit. I, I never, I never supported it. I never was about it. And I, and I know half these dudes that's talking about it from here ain't about it. Cause I went to school with y'all. Y'all not killers. Y'all ain't never held no gun before. So let instead of talking about that shit, talk about your upbringing. Talk about shit that motherfuckers can relate to. Everybody ain't a killer. Yeah, I mean, it 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 don't even have to necessarily be positive. You could tell your, but just tell your story, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? You could have a couple club bangers in there and all that shit. But I wanna when I hear Drake, I feel like I'm in Toronto. When I hear Kendrick, I feel like I'm in Compton. You know what I'm saying? When I feel Cole, if I feel like I'm in college right now, that's the type of shit I want to hear. Big Sean, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm there. That's the type of music you want to be able to feel. You want to feel that shit. I can't feel that shit where you motherfuckers in the club getting top clapping. I can't feel it. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if that was my homie, you was in the club rapping that you clap, how would I feel? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all fair. It's easy. You praying. You praying. You praying. Oh, I hope my. I hope you're alive. Damn. You gonna pull through. But you talking about killing motherfuckers. How you think that dude feel? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's everything backwards with the community, bro. If you poor and I'm poor, I steal from you. What the fuck is that? Why would I steal? Why would I steal from? Why would I steal from a nigga that I know hurting the same way I'm hurting? You know what I'm saying? Single, you a single parent? You in a single parent household? I'm a single parent household. I'm finna go rob you because you got the new J's on. Your mom just spent her last paycheck on them J's. I'm gonna take them from you because I want them. So I can go on Instagram and flash them and then ask my grandma for $100 and put that in the picture and be like, yeah, nigga ballin'. But yeah, you living in a one-bedroom apartment and your, and your bed is a car that you had when you was four years old. You it's still living in that. Bro. People do it Niggas things. don't make sense. And ain't nobody getting for famous. The, for the spotlight. Ain't nobody they getting famous. They like the reputation. They like you know what I'm saying? It ain't no spotlight being snakes, made. Though, bro. That's for the snakes, bro. The snakes always come out of the light. Yeah. Out of grass. So bottom line is Peoria. I ain't want to get deep, but I had to, man. Yeah. Shit just happens, man. Yeah. Y'all got to step y'all shit up. We got an artist here that work hard 24-7. I seen him firsthand. He constantly on his grind. He even brought his key, a keyboard that don't even go to max. He brought a keyboard here with his Apple. Bro, <laughs> shit. He stole that keyboard from Rich Woods. Hey, we matching apples right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mine a little better, though. Yeah, he got the But uh, I got the 2016 edition. You know what I'm saying? I had to buy this with uh, my tax money. Real shit. Hey, I don't... I don't fake none of this hey, shit, bro. This was all right. tax money. Investment, all this was tax money. Investment. Yeah. Investment. I had to spend all that. You know what I'm saying? But you got to go ahead. I know you got the... Um, I got the plug up on the... Yeah, yeah, you got the uh, chasing. You got chasing papers out. You got I got chasing it out. I'm going to plug both of those. Go and check that out on Post SoundCloud, man. And, um, A-Town Music. M-A-Y-T-O-W-N. Add me on Snapchat. Uh, I do sing often on my Snapchat, so you going to catch a glimpse of me, you know what I'm saying, either working up in the hey, studio. Hey, you need to go back to that shit, too. For real. Um, yeah. When you used to sing covers and shit on Facebook. That shit, oh, yeah. you used to get hella buzz from that shit. That's when motherfuckers start knowing you singing. Yeah, yeah, start doing that shit yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing, bro. I got to put that into my plan, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to definitely... Because when you was doing you, that shit... But I don't want to do... T- too much though, man. No, like here and there. Cause Muzz, Muzz, minute, cause Muzz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true, it's true, it's true. But you right though. I'm, I'm definitely when you was doing that, that shit, yeah, that shit used to be blood. Muzz was definitely feeling that, and you know now they got the live. The yeah, live so thing. you could just do it oh, from the crib. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, add me, add me on um Facebook too, Maytown Miller, and add me on uh, Instagram also, man, Maytown Music. Maytown underscore music. Yeah. And uh, you already know Kojak underscore follow up on everything. Follow up podcast on everything. These next couple episodes, man, I got an episode that I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Y'all not going to hear for probably a week. That's going to be another episode where I got to uh, work, preach some shit down, man. Let everybody know. That work. This is passion. It's all passion talk, Come man. Come and get this word, 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 word. Yeah, Rihanna. Shout out to uh, I ain't even gonna say shout out to Park Next get Door. This word, word, I don't like dude. Word, 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 word. Hey, one last question. What's your uh dream collaboration? My dream collab, bro. <laughs> I wanna do a collab with definitely Drake, Tory Lanez, um, Bryson. That's your drink one person, a dream collaborator. I'm talking about dead or alive all the time. Alive, all the time, bro. 
Just don't say Michael Jackson. Oh, Prince. no, bro. Oh, all right. oh and, and one thing. I I, I I should have started this podcast all like this. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. To, um, I already said that last episode, I think. R.I.P. Prince, but also we lost um, Tupac's mother today at the age of 69. So I want to say rest in peace to Tupac's mom. Everybody who hears this, y'all hear this tomorrow. If you don't know, um, one time, play Dear Mom in the car. One time for Tupac. Mama, I just want you to know. And this is the uh, follow-up podcast. We got Maytown. He ending the podcast singing a little bit. We out, though. God bless. We out, though.